Welcome back to another exciting episode of Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm your co-host, Halloween Girl. We are both, at the time of recording this, have COVID or recovered from COVID, but by the time this will be posted in July, we will both have hopefully both been fully recovered from COVID. Uh, Halloween Girl, you've got COVID right now, but you're having a good experience with it, it seems. You don't have a fever, right? No, I just, like, can't breathe, right? So, yeah, it's it's terrible. But, you know, hot tea works, <laughs> especially if you sound, you know, kind of, like, groggy. <laughs> I had COVID a couple weeks ago. So, two, three weeks ago, I was on vacation for a week. Then I got COVID. I was in mm. Fall River visiting Edward Gorey's house. If you don't know who Edward Gorey is, he is my favorite artist of all time. Uh, his artwork is amazing. I highly recommend looking him up. His museum house is in Massachusetts at Fall River. A couple days later, I was feeling just tired, didn't feel like doing the show, Radio Horror, radio show I do. So I skipped it. Monday I went to work, I was feeling a little strange. By Monday night, I had a fever of 102. Whoa. At 11 o'clock at night, I woke up, and I thought it was 11 a.m. in the morning. And I started calling every supervisor and boss I had, every single office phone number that I had access to, which was like six different office numbers, and leaving messages asking where people were. I'm sorry I'm late for work. I don't think I should come in. I have a fever of 102. You know, and I kept trying to reach somebody at the office. Like, why isn't anyone pick up? Are they doing the runs? Are they in meetings? That must be it. Then around 11.30, I went, I went to the bathroom, and the light in the bathroom, the window, it was dark outside, and I suddenly realized it was 11.30 at night. Oh, man. The next day, my boss calls me and says, don't come in. You sound terrible. <laughs> How many messages did you leave? I'm like, I don't know. I was delirious. I thought it yeah, was 11 in the morning. <laughs> He's like, it sounded like you thought you were late for work or you missed work. And I was like, yeah. Aww. I was panicking big time. My boss is like. You know, you don't have an habitual lit history of ever being late, so we definitely would have researched, like, yeah. experience is not that bad. No, definitely not. And what's kind of good, too, is, you know, I work um, online as well, so it's, like, you know, I don't have to kind of worry about, like, you know, coworkers and stuff, like, good. in person all the time unless, you know, there's, like, other um, meetings and such. Um, so that's, that's a good thing about me, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I have to go into the office. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to jump now into Hack Slash Resurrection number two. I'll do the credits, and then uh, Halloween Girl will give us the plot synopsis. Hack Slash Resurrection part two, issue number two, is written by Teeny Howard, art by Keller Seller. I've asked, by the way, this this uh, person to try and come on the show. Unfortunately, they live in Brazil and don't speak English, he tells me. So he does appreciate it. Colors by K. Michael Russell. Letters by Crank. Productions by Sean Dove and edits by Tim Seeley. And there's two covers to this issue. Cover A is by Tim Seeley and Addison Duke, which has Cassie and Laura uh, with some bloody bats and a bunch of dead zombies. Cassie in her signature-looking costume, and Laura dressed as a typical camp, camp, sexy camp counselor. But cover B, I'm not familiar with what that is, but I'm going to research what cover B is while Halloween Girl gives us the plot synopsis. So we open up seeing Cassie, getting an idea of, you know, what the cast is about. Um, Dominique sends her daughter, Lori, to bring Cassie food. And they chat, and walk in the woods. 
Laurie and Cassie head back to the cabin, and Cassie mentions these prison zombies have been visiting her, hence why she came to the cabin in the first place, you know, was to get away. So Laurie shows Cassie these zombie prisoners that they took down not so long ago. They examine and find more in the woods. They make their way to this building where they meet Dr. Ezekiel Chase. Who has behind, who has been behind making these zombies? He uncovers a body in front of Cassie. We end with the body being flat. Okay, so it looks like the second cover for Hackslash Resurrections number two has Cassie sitting down with her bat in her hand, uh, a bunch of dead bodies around her. And I'm not too familiar with who this artist is. I don't remember seeing their stuff in a lot of things. He's definitely worked for Image Comics for a number of years. Uh, he looks like he's a cover artist. He's worked on Dylan Dog. Are you familiar with that comic book that was made into a movie? Mm, no. Okay, so Dylan Dog is a detective of the supernatural, and in the movie, it's a French comic book. In the Ooh. movie, he was played by uh, Brandon Routh. Brandon Routh is best known for playing Superman in Superman Returns, and Ray Palmer the Atom on DC's Legends of Tomorrow television show. Oh. Yeah. How amazing. Yeah, okay. so the movie is not highly regarded well by fans of the comic book because they don't think they did it justice. Especially yeah. casting a very white American actor in the role because the character is <laughs> supposed to be, I think, French. So that's the hang-up. I didn't mind the movie so much. I thought it was okay. I looked up, and this is the first time we've ever met Dominic Peacetree and Laurie. They don't have any other appearances. I tried hard to find out if I had missed something, and I've covered every issue of Hack Slash uh, with other co-hosts, myself, and friends. And again, this is the first time we get to meet them. It is very funny that these counselors show up looking like a hillbilly with a chainsaw, a guy in a hockey mask like Jason, and just some random redhead serial killer, and Cassie takes out the guy with the hockey mask. Oh, yes. Yeah, it kind of gave me, like, Stormtrooper vibes, too. I don't and know. she says, who's next, fuckos? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that Cassie has never fought Jason Voorhees because Jason is a copywritten character, but there was a print that you could get from Tim Seeley's table called Hackslash versus Jason versus Dexter. Dexter goes after Jason Voorhees to try and stop him. Dexter takes him out, and then Cassie and Vlad hop, uh, happen along to help Dexter. My, that sounds so amazing. It's a four-panel comic strip, but nothing else has ever been made because, again, Tim does not own the rights to either Jason Voorhees or Dexter Morgan. <laughs> wow. From the Dexter uh, books or TV show. This is the Dexter from the TV show, more from the than the books itself. She apologizes for hitting the guy in the head. And then moves on to uh, Lori showing the cabin. What do you think of Lori's uh, uh, obvious attraction to Cassie? Because there's definitely some body language there. Girls don't put their hair behind their ears when talking to somebody unless it's a body language thing, right? You girls do that oh, because yes. it's a... Yeah, very like flirtatious. Like My first impressions of Lori is very like... Just very flirtatious, for sure. And she looks so beautiful. She kind of reminds me of like, a Barbie doll. <laughs> Yeah, she does. Uh, not, I guess, I'm not really sure what type Cassie has. The last person she dated was a former stripper, um, African-American girl. She does, I mean, 
she seems to just be attracted to women in general. Um, it's never been a type, but Georgia Peach was the first woman that Cassie had a feelings for. Wow. And then there was also Sam Hain, the serial killer. You know, he mm-hmm. was like a jacked up kind of guy. Uh, and then there's Ash Williams from the Army of Darkness Evil Dead films. Yeah, they're just, I mean, I don't know. Like, also you can kind of see the chemistry as, you know, we're flipping the pages, too. Did you ever just see like... Heathers? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> I'll be honest. I never saw Heathers until uh, lockdown during the pandemic in 2020. Of course. <laughs> it, was in, it was on Prime, and I was decided to watch, finally watch a bunch of movies I had never seen before, and Heathers was one of them. But, yeah, I it went years so without good. ever watching Heathers. <clears throat> It's also very funny that we have a bunch of zombies showing up, but I guess these are chemically altered zombies. These aren't like voodoo zombies or toxic waste zombies. They're zombies created in this lab by this doctor. Yeah, like, ugh, his experiments. So, like, I don't know. His experiments that also could possibly bring back uh, Vlad. Cassie seeing Vlad makes her hurl up. Just the art was, was pretty wild. In the comic book, after uh, Cassie hurls up her whatever, um, you know, and and, uh, Laurie's such a good friend holding her hair back, too, uh, Mm -hmm. we have the real letters pages, and we have a sexy-as-hell model playing uh, Cassie in these uh, shots, uh, Monica. Um, Kit Wake Comics uh, photographer is also done by Monica, but she's done up to look just like Cassie, and she looks phenomenal. She's got Cassie's signature short skirt and her kiss-it bat, her uh, knee-high socks that have the uh, skulls on it, see-through, um, her see-through top with the bra underneath. So she does a pretty good job looking like Cassie. Um, and Tim at the bottom of it talks about a uh, horror movie of the month, The Babysitter on Netflix. Did you watch The Babysitter and its sequel? No, no, I haven't. You have but to see I, both of those on movies. My list. Yes, <laughs> definitely see The Babysitter and its sequel. I they they are a lot of fun. They are ridiculous, over-the-top, sexy-as-hell slasher movies, the satanic variety. Yeah. So I, I recommend it a lot. It says, I guess direct-to-Netflix is the new direct-to-video, and I'm good with that. This Mick G-directed horror comedy takes a bit to get going, and the choppy editing can be gritting. When it takes off, it really flies. Hilarious performances by the entire cast, but Samara Weaving and Robbie Amell steal the show, and hey, the kids are pretty gruesome too, watch with friends. Yes, Samara Weaving's in this, and Robbie Amell. Robbie Amell is Stephen Amell's brother. Uh, Stephen Amell, do you know who that is from a certain Mm -hmm. DC television show? No. He's the Green Arrow on Arrow. (gasps) Oh my! Yes, and Robbie Amell is his real-life brother, played Firestorm on the show. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The uh, ads in the back are for Hack Slash Omnibuses, Tim Seeley's action figure collection. New York Times bestselling author Tim Seeley unleashes his imagination in a collection of genre matching action packed stories with art by Sophie Campbell, Steve Dove, and Jim Jerry. I have never seen this before. It uh, looks interesting and definitely something I want to uh, investigate more. Rumble, Curse Worlds, and that is about it. On the back, we have some quotes about Hackslash Resurrection and what the people are saying. Fans of Hackslash will be pleased at the return of their favorite sexy, foul-mouthed, darkly philosophical slayer with tons of gore, blood in tow. Newcomers to the series should not be scared off too much from reading this issue since Tinny Howard does a great job at providing substantial amounts of backstory. 10 out of 10. Hackslash Resurrection is a great opener to the newest installment in the franchise and is perfect for new readers and older ones alike. 
Adventures in Poor Taste. New creative team, Teeny Howard and Sealer Seller, bring just the right amount of snark and gore, especially encompassing the tone Tim Seeley originally established with the character's creation by Newsarama. Hackslash Resurrection number one stands as a perfect entry point for new readers of the terrifying comedic world of horror tropes, scary villains, blood, gore, and attractive women. That's from Big Comics Page. And the last one, Tinny Howard is absolutely the right creator for the job. Her deep love of the genre of the series is evident on every page. In this first issue, she fits in references to The Babadook, Robert England's Reanimator, Michael Myers, and of course, Friday the 13th. Cassie's cat is named after Darko, Dario Argentio. If these things that make you smile, you found a friend in Howard. Multiversity. I missed that in the last issue, that cat, Cassie's cat is named after Dario Argentio, the Italian horror uh, director. Oh, I didn't even catch that either. <laughs> and I did catch the reference to the Babadook, but I don't think we mentioned it. Have you seen the Babadook? No. That's another one, too, I have on my list. But I heard it's really creepy and scary. It is kind of creepy. There's an annoying child in it you wish got killed, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the notes I have for this issue of uh, Hack Slash Resurrection number two. Thank you for joining me, Halloween Girl. Yes, thank you. Hopefully you recover from COVID very soon. Yes. You too. What do you got coming up on your horror channel? Um, probably some more um, like ASMR um, Halloween, like fidgets and stuff. So, yay. <laughs> and uh, where can people find you? Yes, they can find me um, Halloween Girl ASMR on YouTube and Halloween Girl F1 on Twitter. And you can find me on Radio of Horror on Facebook as well as on my YouTube channel as well. Thank you, everyone, for pushing us over uh, 2,100 subscribers. We really appreciate it. And you can also send us an email, thatradiofar at gmail.com. Don't forget that you please could leave us a iTunes review, Stitcher, or Google Play under Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash Podcast. Any and all emails about the comic books that we're talking about and the podcast, please direct to us, that Radio of Horror or at Goth Girl Horror on Twitter. Tim Seeley is a supporter of the show, but not affiliated with the show. So please, again, direct any and all comments and questions about the show and our coverage of it to us, not Tim. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with Hack Slash Resurrection number three and the return of Vlad here on Goth Girl Horror.